My name is Ben Jimmy. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Elevated Conversations podcast. Previously, these conversations were held amongst myself, colleagues, and clients. But now, I'm letting you in in the hopes of inspiring new perspective and elevating thoughts. Let's get into it. Okay, everyone, welcome to the Elevated Conversation podcast. I do have a fabulous, fantastic, phenomenal guest today by the name of Mr. Easy, the easy way. I am so, so, so excited that he said yes to my invitation and he decided to come to the Elevated Conversations podcast to talk to us about real estate. So I wanted to speak to you, Easy, about real estate, your journey, your background. So why don't you get us started? What is your journey? How did you get into this real estate business? Well, my name is Easy for you guys who don't know. Um, I got into the real estate business by mistake, um, by uh, circumstances. Uh, but anyway, I was at Howard University. I lived in a house. It was like a town. It was one of those brick houses in Washington, D.C., right? And I lived with several people. I think about it was about five of us that lived in the house. At that time, this was in the 90s. At that time, I, I think I, my rent was like $350 or $400. I had different people in the house who were all paying about the same amount of money. So one day I just sat down and I just calculated how much we were all paying in rent. And I realized like, wow, we're all paying about $2,000 a month in, in rent to this lady. And the house at that time where I lived on is Princeton Place. That's in up like Northwest DC. It wasn't the best neighborhood at that time. It was, it was an okay neighborhood. Actually, it wasn't really even an okay neighborhood. It was like, kind of like a, a somewhat bad neighborhood and we we're spending $2,000 every month in rents. The place needed a lot of work, but it, it planted a seed in my mind that I could, t- I could do the same exact thing that this lady was doing. Uh, she was an immigrant like me. She was from uh, Jamaica. So I was just like, if she could do it, I could do the same thing. And that planted a seed in my mind. And that's where I started from with real estate. Excellent. I know yeah. that you have this audacious vision of a uh, mm-hmm. million people and a million, million families and a million homes. Um, yeah. What inspired that vision and how are you progressing towards that vision? Uh, that was a, a number that came in my mind in, in changing the lives of a million families. And uh, in terms of progression, every year I've increased the amount of people I'm helping Um buy homes and educating more people about homes. But my goal is to actually put a million families in a million homes directly through me, not just educating them, but putting them in homes. And I haven't reached the kind of numbers I need to reach yet. So that's why I'm doing things like this podcast. I'm on social media every day. I have networking events. I'm right now, as I'm doing this interview with you, I'm in front of an African store. After I'm done with this interview, I pass on my flyers to connect with the people, I'm, I make YouTube videos. I'm doing every possible thing I can do to let people know and let people be aware that real estate is the key to wealth in the United States. I think in the world. So let's unpack that. Real estate is the key to wealth. Um, so mm-hmm. you, in your process of putting these families into their home, there are several mm-hmm. thought process or mindset or psychology. Like I can't even, I'm an immigrant. 
You know, mm -hmm. I, I make X number of dollars a year. Um, I'm not wealthy. I can't even imagine having my own home. Why mm -hmm. is that strategy to wealth, is that realistic for everyone? Can anyone have their own homes in America? And what is stopping yes. people from doing that? Because if you could pay somebody else's rent, that means you could pay your own mortgage. And right now they have so many programs. So it's not like in the 70s or the 60s. Now they have programs that would assist you. Is the down payment the issue? They have a program for that. You have um, closing cost problems. I can help you negotiate that. You have credit issues. We can help you fix your credit. So there's no reason why anybody, if they put their mind to it and they're determined that they can't own a home, it's easy to do. They just, a lot of people from what I, my observation is they just like the education. Nobody has spoken to them about it. And in the immigrant community, me being an immigrant myself, just the fact that I'm the one telling them about it opens their eyes and says, oh, Easy did it. I could do it too. Or Easy knows this person who did it. So I make this video, testimonial videos, showing people who've only been in the country for two years. Some people have only been in the country for one year and they're able to achieve this dream of home ownership. I have a loan officer who could, because normally they want you to have been working for two years, right? I have a loan officer who uses your work history from back home, whatever country you're in. Wow. So if you were working in Sierra Leone and you had a job working for the government in Sierra Leone, you could actually use that information as work history to buy a home. So these are little, little things that a lot of people don't, are not aware of, but I'm trying to reach them through social media, through YouTube, through your podcast to educate them, to let them know that it is possible. Anybody that tells you it's not possible is lying to you. It is possible. You could buy a home. Wow. Now let's get into mm -hmm. the business investing or business side of mm -hmm. real estate. Uh, so yeah. a lot of people try to get their start in real estate, becoming an agent, uh, or mm -hmm. like what is your advice or top three tips for like a new agent? Someone, I want to get started in the business of real estate. Of real estate. How do I get that started? Relationships. The key is relationships, networking. Anywhere you see people, there's opportunity. There are people always trying to buy homes every day. There are people trying to sell homes every day. There are people who are trying to rent. So everybody you see, an opportunity. So even if they're not trying to buy a home, as a real estate agent, you could help them find a place they want to rent. And statistics have shown that everybody you meet within five years, people move all the time. Consistently, they're moving. And even if they're not moving, they know five other people who are moving. So as a new real estate agent, your job and your main focus is marketing. Letting the people be aware of your existence. Because obscurity is the biggest problem everybody has. Even I'm, that's my problem. Enough people don't know who I am for me to help. You know, like, I need, for me to achieve my goal of a million families and a million homes, I need to be able to connect with at least 10 million people. And that's what I'm lacking on. That's why I'm trying to double up this year, every year, meet more people, go outside. 16 hours of my day is dedicated into connecting with the people. Directly, social media, 
through you, talking to other people, letting other people know other people, let other people know that that I exist. So that's, as a new real estate agent, that's your main focus. Marketing, marketing, marketing. Let the people know what you do. Well, I don't know about you saying that. <laughs> if you're in the Washington, D.C. area, you definitely know who this man is. Uh, yeah. Can you talk about your brand, the Easy Way brand? Like, yeah. how do you envision this is a new year? What yeah. is that brand becoming? What is like the mm -hmm. future of that brand? Because we see you in many spaces. Obviously, mm -hmm. you are in real estate, that is your main thing but we see you in the community. You do a lot mm -hmm. of work for us at the Nigerian Center as a counselor mm -hmm. in the community. We see you with governments and politicians, um, social media, mm -hmm. all of that. So tell us like, what your what is your vision for the brand? How do you see your brand evolving? I want the brand, the brand is gonna be ma massive. It's gonna be international. I want it, but at the same time, I just don't want to lose the focus of real estate. At the end of the day, the brand is all about that goal, a million families in a million homes. And I can't achieve it by myself. To meet a million people, I need the government backing me. I need the politicians who are more popular than me to let them know there's a guy out here who's passionate about putting you in a home. It's a lot of other agents, it's just more about you know, a career or you know, making some money. But for me, it's my true passion. So I help people from $50,000 deals to $5 million deals, any kind of, any kind of way I could help. So I, I'm trying to connect with people, relationships with everybody, politicians, everybody needs to be in this whole thing with my brand, with the easy way to get people into homes. Amazing. Now, there is this conflicting school of thought among gurus. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. Some are the school of thought that real estate still remains the tried and proven, tested way mm -hmm. of ownership around the world. You mm -hmm. need to hone your primary residence, and you have a mm -hmm. lot of facts and numbers to back it up. But increasingly, there seems to be this new thought emerging. People mm -hmm. saying that it's old school, you know, mm -hmm. nobody lives in the same place for a long time. Um, you know, you better off just renting and you don't have all the responsibilities of, a, of being an homeowner. What is your own view of that? Where do you stand? I mean, history has just proven. History has shown, like, history has proven to us that real estate is the number one source to wealth. And just for my own personal life, because I, I moved to the United States in 1996. So I've been in the United States for 26 years. And real estate, has helped me financially grow exponentially. I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I just made some strategic purchases in real estate. And just because of that, it has changed the destiny of my, you know, my family just because of that. So, I mean, like what else? If not real estate, like Bitcoin or like, I mean, what, what did it, you know? <laughs> I mean, what else? Like, you know, everybody you look at, it's everybody purchases real estate, Warren Buffett, all these guys, the major players, it's real estate, real estate, real estate. Even the guys who get Bitcoin and they make money from Bitcoin, immediately they make some money, they go invest in real estate. Because they, they're not, they're not, there's no more land, you know, like, it's not like you could create more land. We only have a limited amount of land. So whoever owns the land is, you know, is going to grow financially. 
So I mean, for me, I just don't, I just don't agree with that. I think real estate is the key. It's well, the I think, one, you know. I think they're not saying you don't invest in real estate. I think what this mm -hmm. people saying is that you don't have to own your own home, that you are better off renting, which I kind of struggle with to understand that. Mm -hmm. I think the argument is um, a lot of people don't tend to live in the same house forever. Mm -hmm. They move research mm -hmm. for five years or so, people move. That if you're mm -hmm. going to move, why do you want to incur the debt of a 30-year mortgage when you can just rent um, and then release yourself from that liability of, of, of debt? Um, and use that money to do something else. They're, they're saying don't own your primary residence, rent it. Do you agree with that? No, not at all. I mean, what about the tax advantages? There's a tax advantage, which is one. There's the growth of the property over time. So even if you live in the property for five years and you buy the property for 100000 it's not going to be 100000 for five years. It's going to grow from 100000 to, let's say, hypothetically, 150000 and if there's another person who rents for that same five years, they spend five years in that house and they spend and they can't use, there's no tax advantages, there's no equity growth. So in my opinion, I, I just, I disagree. But that's just my opinion though, I, I disagree. Like how, like what, what is the benefit that, you know, even if you move, you could always rent the place out, you could sell it, there's just so many advantages to it. Now, let's speak about some strategies for those who are new to the country, the United States, mm -hmm. to get involved into this business or into this um, home ownership, into mm -hmm. home ownership. Um, I don't think, I think it was on your post on your social media summary, I saw it, that can, the Canadian government is restricting the ownership of non-Canadian or non-Canadian residents. Um let alone those who just come. Some people say they have barriers uh, while in the process of becoming, like getting their green card, becoming citizens. There are barriers that they deal with to home to home their own homes. And you shared some strategies with us at the Nigerian Center. That is the nonprofit that I want uh, for the Nigerian American community. So if I am new to the country, what, and I think I have some barriers to buying my own home, do you have any strategies or suggestions that might help such people? Um, the first thing they should do is give me a call. And uh, the strategy, I mean, save, 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 save as much as you can. Save, save, save. And also, I mean, different people have different situations. So are you new to the country and you're, you have a worker's permit? Are you new to the country and you have no worker's permit? Are you new to the country, you're a citizen? You know, like there's those different situations. Like for me, I was new to the country in 96, but I was a citizen. And the reason why is because I just happened to be, I just happened to be, be born in the United States, right? I just happened to be born in the, in the United States. So it was an easier transition for, for me. So I didn't have to worry about that. I mean, I had to worry about the down payment, but because I was born in the United States, my down payment was only 3.5%. But if you, you come here, and you don't have a worker's permit, your down payment will be 30% down. Then we have to have a whole different kind of conversation about the strategy, you know, at that point. Like, you save up to get the 30% down. Are you, is your wife a citizen and you're not a citizen? Should we try and buy in your wife's name? You know, we have to have a, a you know, everybody's situation is totally different. 
So my advice is that just give me a call and we could talk in depth. Excellent. Now, can you mm-hmm. talk about some numbers here? Like in mm-hmm. a, on an average basis in a year, like last year, for example, mm-hmm. how many real estate deals did you actually close? <laughs> and no. what is your projection for this new year? And how are you closing these deals? Okay, last year I was blessed to close 111 deals. Wow. Um, yeah, you know, that was, that's, um, those are good numbers. I mean, to put into perspective for you, if you Google average real estate sales in the United States for real estate agents, it's between four to six sales a year wow. on average in the country. Uh, so for me to be able to do 111 deals is, you know, it just shows the power of God and determination. And um, I was able to do that, like from what I said, like right now I'm at the I'm at a I'm at an international store. I'm going to be here for four hours, and I'm going to go to another international store, spend four hours. And what I do is I'm building relationship with different people. So in a day, I could meet minimum a hundred people every day. That I talk to, out of the hundred people I meet every day, about 99.9 percent of them are not ready to buy a home right now. But what happens is that we build a relationship. They ask me questions, like really, really good questions. Some of them are difficult questions where I have to go back and call my loan officer and say, hey, they asked me a good question. So and what ends up happening is like that relationship is built, that trust is built, and over time, one person might buy. Another person might know somebody else who's interested in buying. They keep on asking me questions. They'd have credit issues. I connect them to credit issue, uh, credit repair specialists. I invite them to my home buying seminars that I have where they sit down and they learn. Two, three years later, they buy a home. But it's time. They start following me on social media. It's time, commitment, and dedication that I've put into this. And the people, you know, people are smart. They can see it. They can see, oh, this guy is not just here trying to sell a house. Like, he's been talking to me for three years. I call him at 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night. I ask him questions. I, you know, I, I go to, um, um, some people have, like, uh, you know, like the the family meetings where I go there and have a conversation with the community about real estate, about how they could come together. Just last week, I had a Zoom call with a group of six guys, all friends from back home. They have, like, a, a group. And now they're trying to invest and purchase a commercial space. So just different relationships like this built over time. And I do this seven days a week. This is not like once in a while. I come here seven days a week, eight hours a day, you know, and I follow up with the, follow up with my with these people I meet with phone calls. So it's not that after I meet them here, sometimes I get the information. Uh, it depends on their level of seriousness. I follow up with phone calls. But this is just, you know, time. Just a lot of time, you know. I can definitely tell you that you've been added to my, you know, that saying, what would Jesus do? Mm-hmm. And, and said, so what would Obama do? What yeah. would, you've been added to my, what would easy do? If, I, if I'm tired, <laughs> if I'm tired and I'm like, you know what, this is it. And I say, what would easy do? This man is one of the most successful real estate persons in the country oh, and he's still working this hard. <laughs> what would you <laughs> say? <laughs> so I, I just say that to commend your hard work and your dedication, um, you know, to what you do and your passion. Um, lastly, I want to talk about your networking events. 
Um, mm -hmm. Started this networking events, um, you know, in the area, and it's been uh, a go-to place for professional connections, for business connections. It's really a true resource hub, a community. Um, what inspired that? How is that going? What do you hope to do? Mark, can you tell us about those events? What inspired it is like, you know, like I said, I, I, I'm constantly meeting people at these different places. But because I've been meeting people over time, I'm meeting plumbers, I'm meeting like uh, contractors, I'm meeting uh, different people. And so I have like, my phone is filled with numbers. So anytime anybody calls me and says, easy, I need a carpenter. I, you know, I have a number right there. Hey, easy, I need a, 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 a criminal lawyer. I have a number. I need an immigration lawyer. I have all this information. So I thought about what's a way where I could share this information with the community and the networking event is perfect. So I invite all these people I know come together and they meet each other. So you don't have to call me. Like everybody's just meeting each other. Like, oh, this is my guy, Frank. Oh, you, you need, um, I'm, and now the PG County government is involved in it because the last couple of events I had were so successful. They could now connect directly with the community because everybody's coming over there. So you, you've been there before. Mm -hmm. Everybody. Mm -hmm. Every field, every field, physicians, dentists, just everybody is there and everybody's connected. And what's so crazy about it is like after the fact is when I realize how effective it is. Because while I'm there, I can't really tell. I'm just like, hey, man, this is this guy, this is that guy. But like later on, like maybe a month later, somebody be like, this lady told me she, she was able to get a $50,000 contract. She just started a small cleaning company. Small. She's not any. She's not a big corporation. She started a cleaning company, like cleaning houses for Airbnb and things like that. She met a lady at my event. That lady connected her with, with this guy who owns a lot of stores, and he needed the services, and she made that kind of money. I met another physician. She's a friend of mine, and she was like, oh, yeah, she met a politician who told her she could get her funding for the business she's trying to start. So like if we could host something like this twice a year, just imagine what it does for for the, the community overall. It's, it's massive. It's massive. Excellent. Excellent. Um so easy. Um what are your social media? How can your contact, how can people connect with you um to get more information about the work that you do? Yeah, I'm everywhere, man. I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, YouTube under E-Z-E-O-K-W-O-D-U. That's my first and last name. E-Z-E-O-K-W-O-D-U. Any platform, you can find me using that name. I do a lot of educational videos on there. I show lots of different homes. It'd be, you know, it'd be great for you to check it out. And what is the number people can call to get more information about your work? Okay, 301-559-2872. And lastly, what is your Instagram handle? Or E-Z-E underscore O-K-W-O-D-U. Excellent. Thank you, Mr. Easy Way. Uh, thank you for sharing some wisdom with us today. And um, we look forward to staying in touch. Uh, thanks so much. You're welcome. Appreciate it.
Thank you for tuning into the Elevated Conversations podcast. And just a reminder, conversations create miracles and you are only one conversation away from your next breakthrough. I will talk to you next time. Bye.